This program discusses content of an... Oh, sorry. My, I just got the battery is running low notification. Like, as I started. You're adding your own This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Tax FM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Tax FM 107.2, a very good evening to you. You are tuned in right now to the sex show. And I know, I know you've been missing us. It's been, what, two weeks where we've had a little bit of a break. No, but actually three, because... It's been three weeks. Yeah. That's incredibly sad. But it feels you know like what? forever. I missed you too. You know what? The world is back in balance now that I'm actually sitting next to James and Jodell right now. And we are so excited to say, even though we've been off, we're still bringing the juice we're still bringing the sauce, all things Naughty Nights right here on Tax FM. So if you haven't tuned into the sex show before, we are talking here all things sex, all things relationships, etc., etc. And very exciting for this episode, we're actually going to be chatting a lot about our experience at the Sex Expo, which was a week or two ago. Yep. And it was, uh, yeah, at Times Square Arena. We're going to be chatting all things that. And uh, James, what else are we going to be talking about? Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about, especially <laughs> from that day. So much happened. There were silhouettes. Oh, there were there were Mistresses. people. There were people putting me on my hands and knees on the floor. Uh, people walking around in college. Oh, there was so much that happened. We're going to be chatting about uh, specifically a BDSM lady that we, you know, we kind of chatted to her on the day. We're going to be chatting about her, uh, what she does, all of that. How she got and, James on <laughs> his knees. Oh, please don't say it like that. It makes it sound like you know I did it voluntarily. Like I enjoy doing it. Uh, a little bit later, we've got your naughty thoughts, and then we're going to be talking, you know, all things sex expo related. And then we've got your asking for a friend and your hit or miss coming up much later on in the hour. That's right. So make sure you keep in a lock right here on Tax FM 107.2. The Sex Show right here on Tax FM 107.2. And as we've promised, we are going to get into all things Sex Expo. That's going to come up a little bit later. We're going to give you all the tea about exactly what happened there. And I'm so disappointed that, James, I was not there. Oh, I know moment. exactly what this is going to be about. <laughs> but, okay, James, correct me if I'm wrong, but you and Jodell were running around doing all sorts of things at Sex Expo, as you should. But what one thing happened with regards to a BDSM lady, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, Mistress Salsa. Oh, okay, tell us. Tell us what happened. Okay, so let me just tell you. Let me just preface this by saying... This, like this, there was no enjoyment in this for me. I definitely, I definitely did not get a kick out of this. Okay, my nipples were not hard afterwards. But so we're walking out of like the general area, you know, and we're walking out and we're you know looking for people to interview, looking for people to chat to, and we see a lady walking around with two people on leashes behind her. You know, she's kitted out. She's got like bodysuits. She's got like bondage on her. Uh, one of the people behind her is wearing nothing but ropes tied around them. So a lot is showing. And, you know, they catch her eye, obviously. So, like, hi, please, can we get a photo with you? She's like, yeah, sure, of course. We get the photo. We go and we check if the photo looks nice. We're walking away from them now. We say thank you. And she calls me back. <laughs> and you know that thing that Disney villains do with, like, that one finger where they're, like, beckon you? <laughs> and, like, I, like, looked around and I was like, who's she talking to? And I was like, oh, me? She's like, yes, come. So I went up to her and I was wondering... Okay, what's going on here? Like, what's going to happen? You know, my heart is beating now. And then she takes me by the back of my neck. She strokes the back of my head. Um, and she's like, good boy. <laughs> and then she applies a little bit of pressure and says, now get on the floor. 
And I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing now. I get on the floor, <laughs> hands and knees, and I just sit there. And we take a couple of pictures there on the Tux FM Sex Show Instagram. And I was flabbergasted, to say the least. And then I stand up. She, you know, strokes the back of my head again. And she's like, good boy. Ah. Now you can go back. Yep. Ah. And for the next 20 minutes, I was dead. So I've never been quiet before. I've never been at a loss for words. But in this instance... Oh my days, I had nothing to say. I was so shocked you to my core. What finishes me is not only is this some kind of middle-aged woman, but she probably doesn't know you're really not into women at all. <laughs> oh yeah, that as well. I didn't even think, I was a lot more concerned with, you know, the whips and chains uh, oh, yeah. than that Fully. kind of stuff. But yeah. Kirsten, I'm going to tell you, that's James' perspective. On my side, it looked like he was having a time. Like, Don't literally, even start. No, no, no. He was literally like smiling there, geeking out. Like <gasps> he looked like he was having a good time. He, you were not sad. You were not sad. So well, it's I, hard to be sad in a moment where you're like absolutely terrified. You know. No, no. Look, you were smiling. You know what? Whatever it is, as I said, we are going to get into more general sex expert stuff. First, your naughty thought will be coming up after we hear from what exactly Mr. Salsa had to say. Tax FM 107.2. It's Naughty Nights right here on Tax FM, and you're currently tuned into the sex show. So, if you just missed the beginning of part of the show, let me catch you up. We were busy talking about this lady that we met, Mistress Salsa, who got James on his knees, and he seemingly enjoyed it, even oh though he's goodness. Oh, my it. goodness. But um, I really wanted to find out more about her and the work that she does. Um, and so I went to go track her down at the sex expo when we were there. And she had a really, really lovely, cool set. And towards the end of the show, there was this um, woman who was, um, she was tied, not tied up, how, tied up. Was it's she tied what, up? She was, she was like pinned against the bed frame and her wrists were tied to the top of the bed frame. Yes, yes. And then one of the lady, all the people I assume that was working for Mr. Salsa was like whipping her. But like, let me tell you, she experienced multiple orgasms, which was an experience. Oh. She was like, guys, what is happening to her body? I'm like, well, Kirsten, that is an orgasm. I genuinely did not know that that's what an orgasm looks like. And I have to say, it looks like fun, but also very... Like you know, she looked like she was having electric shocks, like go through. She was just but that's pulsing. almost like what it is. Your body literally like almost mm. like. I think if she wasn't tied to the bed frame, she would have collapsed. Oh, for sure, for like sure. Like her legs were absolutely shaking, and it looked like she was sweating. I was, was just like really well. shocked that somebody can get an orgasm just by like being whipped multiple times him on. But anyway, um, conversation that I had with Mistress Salsa and the work that she does. Oh, so this is your, do you have a, yeah, your own dungeon at home? I have my own dungeon. And I'm Mr. Salsa. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi. Okay, so I want to know from you, when did you get into bondage? I've been kinky my whole life. Okay. I think a lot of us are born that way. Um, but I grew towards it through the years. And in 2010, I climbed Kilimanjaro. And I came down filled with adrenaline and the joys of life and just decided to to gather up my courage and throw myself into what I absolutely love. And I found out very quickly that I am quite that I enjoy dominating people. Um, which was always there but you kind of we're cast into roles and so you don't know that you should you know, you kind of take a back step a little bit. And I am very dominant. I always was very feisty, and people people saw that in me. But I needed to 
acknowledge that and bring myself out. I love that. I absolutely love that. I want to know, okay, just from one sister to another, yeah. what are some of your top tips when it comes to in the bedroom and with kinkiness and bondage? It starts in the morning when you write that naughty little note and leave it in his or her lunchbox and then carry it through the day, little texts and things like that. And then put, just do something sultry and sens you know, sensual like a blindfold and an old pair of stockings. I always say old because I don't like you to cut up my new ones. <laughs> old pair of stockings and take a pair of scissors and <laughs> cut it up your leg and then rip them off and have a drop of wax and a little bit of ice and a little bit of sensuality. So my dungeon incorporates the torture element and it incorporates the sensual. I have a room filled with whips and chains and, and bondage and furniture and so on. And then I also have the bondage bed where I can do hog ties and tie you up and, and um, I have a lot of, I do couple sessions as well as individuals love men and ladies because everybody's sexy to me and the couples come through and some want to be dominated together I've got one client who just likes to watch his wife different people have different things that's what I love about it it's so multifaceted and multi-dimensional and each one is different so the psychology of it is really exciting and what separates us from the crowd is that it's SSC safe sane and consensual so you need to know that if it's consensual and you're doing something that arouses the other person, even if it's a smack or something like that, that it's then not abusive because people think, isn't this abusive? Not if it's arousing somebody and you are carefully watching that they, they're, I watch the skin and the eyes, the sparkle in the eyes. When you give a smack on the bum and their bum comes back out for another one then you know that it's working and it's yeah. just all about the the headiness of of the whole experience when you have sex or bdsm or anything like that all your endorphins a cocktail of good endorphins and serotonin and and dopamine are called into play and it feels amazing and this is what you do in bdsm you just draw it out i love that thank you so much for taking your time out to chat with me this was so interesting Tax FM 107.2. This is your naughty nights right here on your hump days. This is the sex show, of course, and we're getting into your naughty thought for the night. And your naughty thought, it's its more of something that, like, I found out on my own. I'm very proud of this. And I think it's something that everybody has experienced. So it isn't like previous weeks where we're talking about putting bread up certain holes. Uh, this is something that I think everybody can relate to. I'm going to start out by saying, have you ever taken a dump, like, really, really big? Like, to the point where it feels like, you know, it's like it feels like it's jagged. It feels like it's, it's sharp. sharp. Yes, it feels like it's so sharp painful. and it's spiky, right? Yeah. So my whole life, I thought it was just because, you know, it had spikes for some reason. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> However, I recently came across an article that said that when it feels as if your poo is spiky, it is actually not because it's spiky. It is because it is so big, it is actually tearing your asshole as it is leaving your body. Those are little micro tears. What? Mm -hmm. But then does your asshole, like... Does it heal? Or yeah, do you just it have does, those it does heal. forever? No, no, it does heal. Uh, it's almost like, like, imagine just like cutting yourself anywhere else. So that tear will heal. But obviously also while those micro tears are open, uh, your chances of catching an STD are also raised. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So that means if you feel that, 
you can't do any bum stuff like the same Maybe day. Not well, I'm not a bum stuff a professional, condom. but I'd yeah. assume not. <laughs> but now how big does your dump have to be to make this tear? Like, So that's the question because the human anus can stretch up to eight inches wide. How do you know that, James? <laughs> yeah, since you're not a professional, you have to know, please. Uh, Hey, we all just, I just know crazy facts, guys. The internet, everybody. So eight inches, your? No. Eight inches in centimeters is (laughs) (laughs) 20.32. No, this is crazy. Uh -uh. Wait, how big is, no, no, no. I was going to say how many inches is my laptop because I'm trying to like, I'm trying to put it into perspective. I'm thinking of like a ruler and I'm thinking. Yeah, a ruler, you know, you had those little 15 centimeter rulers in primary mm. school, just add Isn't five it, centimeters. It's, just it's about long. here. It's about here. Okay, I'd say, we, meaning we I can fit, see. theoretically, I could fit this entire mic up my bum right now. Oh! And some more. And, and some, some more. Okay, I'm going to cut it off there. <laughs> Before James gets any further ideas, we will be getting into more sex expert stuff as well as asking for a friend and hit or miss. Do not go anywhere. Naughty Nights right here on Tux FM 107.2. So we are currently just catching you up um, with our sex expo experience, which is really, really amazing. I mean, James was on his knees at one point. Don't Kirsten, like <laughs> but you were. Stop fighting it. Um, Kirsten was experiencing, but you saw someone have an orgasm for the first time. And then, guys... I got to experience a lap dance. You got the best deal of the whole night. Literally, it was honestly the best thing ever. I literally, and I said to myself, if it comes to a point where they're going to want to grab one of us in the audience to like get up on the stage and, you know, experience a lap dance, I'm going to be that person. And so, um, yeah, I was like, pick me. And then I went up on the stage and then this hot 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 hulk of a guy he's so beautiful his body is so amazing like i was just like "Mm, the things he can do to me but it's fine and so like he was like just like shaking his whole entire bootay in front of me and then he took his pants off while just showing me his butt cheeks he literally turned around and then he got on top of me in this weird like way where like his like hands were on the floor and then his legs were like on my thighs and then he just started shaking his and then I couldn't help but you know just to touch the bootay and I was just experiencing so much sensation but it was so 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 nice and like I even lost an earring thank goodness they brought it back (laughs) but I was really that excited you know I'm actually so mad that out of this experience Kirsten and I got traumatized and you got a lap dance like how is this fair in the grand scheme of things but that's not traumatic no but I think it was a little bit traumatic I mean James getting put on his hands and knees by some random 50 year old lady me seeing an orgasm for the first time it was it was a lot but I'm glad you enjoyed your experience I thoroughly enjoyed it that performance those there were like three girls who went up on stage to you know do their their thing their dance it was literally the sexiest thing ever I wish they actually danced for me because that was your 
they were and, popping and locking yes, and in also places I'll, I never knew you could. For sure, for sure. And I literally was looking at them. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is honestly so empowering. Like it wasn't even a thing of lust, but just like seeing like a woman go up on stage, own her you know, her sexiness and her body. Like for me as a female, I was looking at that. I'm like, oh, I love that. That like makes me want to like tap into my like femininity and sexiness like even more. So, yeah. I think around the time of that show, I was getting a little bit distracted. And can I tell you what I was getting distracted by? By what? So it was by a very specific patron of the Sex Expo 2022, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you saw her. Uh, she was a lady wearing a tiny little red plaid skirt. Nothing else, just the skirt. Um, everything else was exposed. <laughs> and she was walking around barefoot at the Sex Expo, which is questionable. You know, very what? questionable. Um, but there was one other thing that she had on her, or should I say maybe inside her? Um, it was a butt plug fairy tale. Yeah. Ooh. And I mean, like a fairy tale that like went down to her ankles. And, you know, normally like you'd be able to strap it around your waist or you'd clip it onto your skirt. But this one uh, it's got a little metal rod or a little metal um, bulb on the end of it, on the top end of it, that she would stick inside her bum. And then it looks like the tail is coming out from her body. You really interrogated how this lady was looking. How did you mm. not show any of us? You know, when somebody's walking around in a skirt, nothing else, and a fairy tale sticking out from in between their butt cheeks, I kind of expect everybody to notice it on their own. Like, I don't think like it's my business to say, oh my gosh, look, she's wearing a butt plug. No, not like that, James. We'd be like, oh, should I? Up and look at the skull. <laughs> so to be fair, like, Jodel, you were either getting lap dances or I was pretty mesmerized by those male strippers at main stage. I don't think James is going to distract either of us with a lady with a furry butt plug. No, but there's so many other cool things that went down. We even like tasted like really exotic things, but we're yeah. going to get into that after this. Contagious. Who's starting? You, daddy. <laughs> Ew. I just got goosebumps in my hole. It's disgusting. You see what you do? Go, go, go. FM. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, this whole thing started because you said, I must start. Yes, go. TaxFM 107.2. These are your naughty nights here on your hump days. This is the sex show, of course. And we're still talking about the sex expo and our general experience with it. And a lot happened. Quite a lot happened. Uh, we tasted some exotic things. That's right. And then you didn't elaborate. So I think people are getting the wrong idea. What we tasted, <laughs> I think what you were referring to was we had little, little things of ice cream and they poured on top of it. You know, yes. I didn't know that lube came in flavors. Like, according to me, lube, there's just one general flavor of lube and that is just sticky and slimy mm -mm. so you can get the job done mm -mm. but uh yeah i had like a raspberry flavor on my ice cream i had tiramisu yeah that was honestly the best out of everyone's like no soft holes mm -mm. i'm sorry mm -mm. soft holes the thing is it was nice like i mean the taste was good like it genuinely tasted like raspberry syrup on mine but the thing is the texture it is ultimately lube and not that i've ever had lube in my mouth before but it was quite you know slimy and slippery in my mouth for a little bit afterwards, which is a little bit strange. The texture for me gave me war flashbacks. And I, I personally, like, I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't <laughs> like that texture in my mouth. It took me back to um, some very regrettable moments. <laughs> but uh, I really had a different experience to you two. I thoroughly enjoyed that ice cream. Like, I could literally have that for dessert every single evening. Oh, I would go buy lube just so I can have it with my ice cream. Speaking of going dinner. and buying products just to use them for other than what they're used for, 
Now, I always, I, I really enjoy using this phrase, but uh, I tried a vibrator at the sex expo. <laughs> <laughs> You needed like you, you tried really a vibrator terrifying. in front of us. We watched you try a vibrator, <laughs> and not in the way that you think she actually tried it. Because I also experienced this, <laughs> and this guy literally put a vibrator on our neck, yeah. on our shoulders, and on your nose, and then on our nose, and that was some crazy experience. And we were like, imagine it gives us all these sensational feeling. Just by <laughs> using like yeah, literally, I, it's just here on your neck. Now yeah, imagine where else it's gonna go. Imagine if we use it pop, yo. Mm. But all I'm saying is, I don't know if I'd actually use the vibrator for what it's meant for, but actually just for massages. You know, at the end of a long day, you like you, seriously, your shoulders are tense. You just put that thing on. It was even on its lowest uh, really setting. You just rub it along your shoulders. My word. No, I'm so sorry. What I would use at the end of a long day would be that chair. I forget what it's called. The Kegel chair. The Kegel chair. Oh, my goodness. This thing looks like a time machine. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's a white chair. And I don't mean like a regular chair. Like, it's this huge mechanic thing. And it's kind of in in a cylindrical form. Yeah. Like, it's a circle that you sit on. And then you kind of, you test it out, right? So you get to the stand and they're like, yeah, this is a Kegel chair. Um, Basically, it's supposed to make you orgasm, right? So I didn't know how I was going to do that. I thought it would, you know, vibrate, whatever, cool. Jenna was like, come try this. I went, I sat down and they was like, do you want to feel the sensation in the front or in the back? <sighs> and I was like, oh, um, let's try the front. And I was expecting, you know, the chair to like move up and down, you know, to vibrate. But it felt like it was sending electrical shocks into my body, you know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, it kind of felt like it it's was... It's really enjoyable. Yeah, like it was like buzzing my insides. And I have to say, I was on there for, like, what, 20 seconds maximum? It was so short, but... And, oh, my goodness. Wow. I was I could feel the sensation for, like, 10 minutes afterwards. James and I were literally saying to each other, if we stayed there for, like, five more seconds, we probably would have had an orgasm because mm. it was that great. Right there in front it of It literally everyone. was that great. But there's so many great things that happened. There were also workshops, like, workshops on how to get blowjobs and... Um, <laughs> fingering and all that do you know that I told my I phoned my parents after the sex expo I wanted to I'm so excited I wanted to tell them about that and I said we went to this workshop where we learned how to job using a lollipop like they gave us lollipops and then they showed us different techniques of how to use it and my dad at this point he actually ended the call he said Kirsten I don't need to know that you know that I'm done yeah, yes, imagine your co- child coming to tell you, well, I learned how to give a blowjob. And then, actually, open speaking of, oh, there was a point in the day when we were going to go and get massages, and you were busy interviewing the masseuse there, and, you know, I was standing there with my shoes off, so I'm basically standing there in front of a full crowd of people, you know, in nothing but jeans and socks, and I get a message on my phone, and it's my mom, and I told her beforehand that I was going and doing something for Tax FM. I didn't say what. Mm-hmm. You said you going I to said a I was festival. going to a festival. <laughs> and I get this message. I look at my phone and she says, oh, you're not at a festival. You're at a sex expo. And listen, he literally freaked out because he thought that um, our social media team had blocked his mom from like all our stories and our posts. From the Instagram. She, has, she was blocked on the Instagram. But what I didn't realize was she's seeing everything from Facebook somehow. Oh. <gasps> 
Yeah. Oh. Of course it's on Facebook. Oops. Okay. Well, you know what? You, you couldn't possibly hide it from her forever, James. That's why I'm just open it. with my parents. Straight up. Well, all that did indeed happen at the Sex Expo. And we, I think, as the Tax FM Sex Show team, are a lot more educated for and sure. experienced for sure. as a result. So we're going to be getting into asking for a friend in just a bit. Tax FM 107.2. This is your naughty nights right here on your favorite frequency. This is a sex show, of course, and we're getting into your asking for a friend for tonight. And we got a message uh, a week or two back, and this message says that I accidentally, accidentally, somehow, you know, mm-hmm. got a hickey and I have to go home. I'm supposed to be going home this weekend, but this hickey looks like a massive spider on the side of my neck. Please help me. What do I do? Now, before we answer this, I do want to say that if you do have, you know, a request, or a question or something that you want us to answer you can also be asking for a friend on our Tax FM sex show Instagram page or you can Gmail us or email us rather <laughs> sorry yeah, I'm still so young I'm not an old person I don't know how that works uh, you know you can email us on show at gmail.com now back to the you know the question at hand what do you do if you have a hickey and you're supposed to be going home how I, do you deal with this okay I just want to hit right off the bat first of all how do you accidentally <laughs> Get a hickey. <laughs> How do you accidentally get a hickey? Because in my mind, it takes a bit of time to make a hickey. Do you, is there something you make? It's more about like the force rather than the time. So if you've got a strong mouth, then you can get a hickey very quickly. Do you want me to show you? Come here. I'll, I'll scooch over. <laughs> no, but this uh, is not Mistress Salsa moment, James. <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna live that down. No. But Accidentally getting a hickey, it's more like, rather than like turning around and all of a sudden being like, oh my gosh, I accidentally got one. It's like you're drunk and you're making out and then you only realize halfway through that they're kissing your neck and giving you a hickey. Yeah, but also it's like, yeah, that part. And it's the heat of the moment thing. So like you just like really enjoy maybe this makeout session and then they go down to your neck. And like, I know for me, like my neck is like one of my weakest points. So I will always cave in. And not so long ago, (laughs) that literally happened to me when I was out and I got with this guy and next thing I know, his mouth is by my neck and then like you know just you know got a got a few spots and patches over there and um yeah thankfully i didn't go home but i would never no i'm lying i have gone home with hickeys before but i've just covered it up with either concealer or or with like a hoodie so it's nice like during winter though but in summer i just would never put myself in that position because what am i going to tell my mom like oh sorry i just fell over On your neck. <laughs> On my neck. What accident. I must say, for pale people like Kirsten and I, like very pale, like bone pale, you and yeah. I, it's very easy for us to get hickeys because it's very easy for, you know, uh, our skin to bruise here. Got so it. what I will say is something that can help minimize the damage, you know, minimize the press. Uh, you can freeze a spoon. Um, And then when you're done, you can take the spoon and you can apply it to your neck and you can just, you know, move it around in circular motions over the hickey. It's not going to get rid of the hickey. Yeah. Please don't think that. But it is going to, you know, obviously dim it down. But Yeah. And also you can use a whisk. A whisk, I think, is honestly the best um, choice of trying to get rid of a hickey. But it's extremely painful. So you take the whisk and you kind of just like whisk your neck. Guys, this seems like a we've won, but at what cost? moment come on but why are you trying we... to get rid of it like i understand because imagine going home like sometimes these things are unplanned so um yeah 
If you end up with a hickey gone, a win is a win. I don't see the issue. A win is a win. And end of the day. And you had a good time when it happened. And that's all that matters is having a good time. You'll okay. always have the memories. Okay, exactly. So there's always the option to just go wear a jersey when you go home. And it's like 30 degrees outside. And to your mom, you're like, no. Oh, no. Don't do that. Just, just... Just stay away from people who are going to give you hickeys. But anyway, <laughs> coming up in a bit, we have hit or miss, so don't go anywhere. Tax FM 107.2, the sex show is where you're at right now. And we always wrap things up, no pun intended, with hit or miss. That is our unpopular opinion that we throw out between me, James and Jodell. We are going to decide whether we are going to hit with that or miss with that. Now, I discovered something very disturbing the other day via TikTok, because that's what's come to me these days. And apparently, certain people in this world find it fit to sell their bodily fluids for money. I've seen this before. You've seen this before. I'm talking about, you know, not just sort of the sexual ones like semen or whatever. I'm talking about pee. I'm mm. talking about I'm talking about farts. People farting in jars and getting money Whoa. for it. Mm, my mouth just started watering. Oh, <sighs> James. You're so disgusting. What the heck? So this is my question, okay? Before we actually get to whether we're going to hit with that or miss with that, because, you know, student life is hard and yeah. we need to make the cash and we all make pee for free. So, you know, before we say whether we're going to do that or not, what the hell are these people doing with the bodily fluids? A lot of people drink them. So drink I, pee? Yeah. So I was also scrolling through TikTok, you know, as I do. And it was one of those anonymous confessions on a podcast, and this guy was reading it out. And apparently this lady used to sell her urine, her pee, and uh, in little, you know, tubs. And she would meet up with the people, and she'd give it to them, and they'd pay, obviously. And a lot of people used to open it and drink it in front of her. For what reason? Like, why? What did it do to them? I just want to know. Like, A lot of people have a, have a, have a pee fetish, oh. a kink for it. On. How much money did she make? Because that's all that matters. Probably quite a, a lot. A eh? lot, a lot. Like a lot. Like eighty k or like ten k? Because well, this is in the UK, so I'd assume I think they said something around like seventy, eighty k, uh, like a month. Yeah. But then what and about that's, stuff that's like pounds. boob sweat? Like, first of all, how do you even harvest that? Is harvest the right word? How do you harvest your own boob sweat, and how are you packaging it? I have no idea, but people always find a way. How are you getting enough boob sweat? Well, like you, that's what I'm saying. Do you just collect it over a number of days? You probably start, you go to the gym more. You probably start doing things like you probably would start exercising quite a bit so that you can start sweating, so that you can put it in, I don't know, a plastic bag, a jar, or whatever. But you know what? I am not going to miss this one. Like literally, hit me with this one. As a student, it can be like a rough thing. So I literally would 100% do this. I literally have nothing to lose in my eyes. Interesting. Yeah. You know what? I, I see I see your thing about the student budget and yes, it, it gets rough every now and then. But I feel like I could just not get my mind past the idea that there is someone out there who I probably don't know and they have my pee and they are doing whatever the hell they want with their, my pee, including drink it. And I just no, all the money in the world is not worth getting my mind past that. So I think I'm going to miss. You go one. to the bathroom every day. OK. And the toilet gets it. Not a person. You exactly, so you're wasting us and you're getting no money exactly, from that. Exactly, Kristen. I'm sorry, if I'm going to pee, I'm going to get paid from doing it. Yes! 
I am so sorry, but I'm tired of eating bread and butter. It is time for me to eat lobster thermidor. I would sell my pee and my bodily fluids if given the opportunity. Hit me up right yes, now if you want to buy a bottle. Yes. All I'm saying for you two, if you guys want to go sell your pee or whatever other fluids you want to sell, best you just make sure, you know, drink lots of water, change your diet, make sure that it is some good quality no, stuff. No, Kirsten, 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 wait. So you're telling me you would literally not take 80K Right? Somebody will pay you 80k for your pee. You're going to you're going to reject that. That's yeah. 80,000 pounds, not rand. Okay, but let's even 80,000 rand. Let's just say somebody's willing to pay you 80k like in rand and you're still not going to accept it. But again, th- th- that's what I'm saying is that my thought process around knowing just knowing that they have it is not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it for me. That's wild. Oh. <laughs> well, there you have it. That is it for Hit or Miss. And it is, in fact, it for this naughty night right here on Tax FM. We're so glad to be back with you after our production break. And so do, of course, catch us right here. Same time, same place, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. next week. And in the meantime, if you're going to miss us a little extra, don't stress. Go check out our Tax FM Instagram page, or rather our Tax FM sex show Instagram page for all of the lovely video and photo content that you could possibly desire until you hear from us next week. Bye! (laughs) This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Tux FM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. advised.